here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. I know... Millions of you in your cars right now are getting ready to get in your cars or getting out of your cars. I want to wish you all a wonderful Thanksgiving. We have a lot to be thankful for. No thanks to the libs, by the way. No thankful, no, no thanks to the left. Let's be honest. But uh, there's a few issues here that I'd like to address. By the way, do you know the genesis of Thanksgiving? You know the genesis of it? The first Thanksgiving took place at Plymouth Colony, Massachusetts. Massachusetts is what we call it today, in 1621. And then uh, a couple of centuries later, more than a few centuries, President Abraham Lincoln declared it a, uh, a national holiday the final Thursday in November. Congress eventually got around to it in 1941. And um, Lincoln was lobbied by Sarah Josepha Hale, as pointed out at uh, History.com. She was a very influential magazine editor and author. And as they point out, she waged a tireless campaign to make Thanksgiving a national holiday. And she lobbied the hell out of Lincoln. And you might be more familiar with her. She wrote the classic nursery rhyme, Mary Had a Little Lamb. So that's the thumbnail sketch of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a time to be with family. And if you can't be with family, you know, you think about family. To step back and embrace your blessings. And to remember those who uh, who are no longer with you in your family. And to appreciate what you have. You know, when you watch CNN and MSNBC and the rest of the left-wing kook media, it's amazing you don't hate your country. It's amazing you don't reject your faith. And yet Americans instinctively know better. Perhaps it's intuitively. We know better. Because unlike many other countries, we're free to leave if we want to, and we don't. may take vacations overseas, but we always come back. This is truly such a special country. No thanks to the leftists. And And by the way, no thanks to the modern media either. Despite what they may claim is their uh, vaunted position. And on this this day, Tuesday, and I will not be on the radio tomorrow. Who's on the radio tomorrow, Mr. Producer? Larry O'Connor, my buddy from WMAL, a great, by the way, broadcaster. And Brian Mudd on Friday, another great broadcaster. WMAL and WJNO. And here we are on Thanksgiving, 
And what are the media doing today? They're attacking Ivanka Trump. Now, if this were a Democrat administration, Ivanka Trump, Jared Kushner, Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump, their spouses and whomever, they'd all be treated like Camelot, like the Kennedys. Ivanka Trump is an extraordinary young lady. Extraordinary. She's an extraordinary businesswoman. She's an extraordinary daughter, very loyal to her father. She's got a lot of poise, and yet they try to destroy her. You've got low-life fools like Scarborough with his low-life fool girlfriend, eventually wife, Mika Brzezinski who just mocked this family. They would never do it to a child of a Democrat president and never have. Nobody ever took on the daughters of, of the Obamas. There was reason to take them on. Some of them behaved poorly, partying pictures and so forth. But people know better than to do that. But when it comes to the Trump children, they want to imprison them. If they have a setback in business or something, they celebrate it. The left is very, very sick, and they're getting worse. And by that, I include the media. I include the media. Now, Ivanka Trump apparently used her private email a few hundred times, as I understand it, to do government business. And of course, for the Democrats, uh, this is equivalent to Hillary Clinton. But you really do have to have a negative IQ to draw that conclusion. And I'll explain why. Ivanka Trump did not go out of her way to create a private server. Ivanka Trump didn't start deleting emails that she was concerned might become public. And Ivanka Trump didn't have a whole bunch of classified emails either. The few hundred emails, not over the course of years, but over the course of, what, weeks and months? And she wasn't out there trying to deceive people. She didn't act stupid when it was determined that she was using private emails for government business at a very limited level at that. What do you do, wipe them like with a cloth? Yet the left celebrates Hillary Clinton as a modern feminist. Hillary Clinton is an all-time hack. She's never been a feminist. She's held onto her husband's coattails from day one and attacked women who her husband attacked. That's not a modern feminist. And if by feminist we mean a strong woman, a strong mother, a strong wife, intelligent, so forth and so on, 
then conservative women are feminists. If, on the other hand, you mean bra-burning, crazy radical kooks who don't shampoo and all that, that okay, that, that, that's their side. But Ivanka Trump is far more positive example of a woman than Hillary Clinton could ever be. Ever. Ever. She's classier. She's smarter. She's more attractive. And she's more family-oriented. That's right, I said it. I said it, and I mean it. And her husband's loyal to her, too. What about that? Yes, yes, yes. And? Since they bring up Ivanka Trump, she's a very religious person. She pursued her religion. She didn't just convert to Judaism, she converted to Orthodox Judaism. What is Hillary Clinton's faith? I don't even know. Well, she doesn't wear it on her sleeve. It has nothing to do with wearing it on her sleeve. She's not really into it, I don't believe. Now, when Hillary Clinton was working for her husband in the White House, she almost destroyed our health care system. So repugnant was she, and so repulsive was her little project, that it was rejected by the American people thoroughly and completely. Because we don't like police state health care. She had set up a system with a thousand of her favorite friends, radical kooks and lobbyists, that would have prevented you from even buying private health care, or there ever being private health care. And it cost the Democrats 54 seats in the House and 8 Senate seats. Nobody ever mentions that. Wherever Hillary goes, she creates chaos. Wherever Hillary goes, there's destruction. Because she's a left-wing, a left-wing kook, may I say, with all due respect. And she always has been a left-wing kook. Now, when she was a little younger than Ivanka, back in the day, her hero, who she sought out, was Saul Linsky. Saul Linsky, a Marxist out of Chicago, Hillary, a Marxist out of Illinois. She wanted to meet Solinsky, and she met him once or twice. She was smitten by his genius and his ideology. And she has perpetuated that poison ever since. What exactly has Hillary Clinton contributed to society? I mean this in all honesty. As First Lady as Secretary of State, before that as a senator, as a candidate. What exactly, all these years in the public eye, damn little. Damn little. So what Hillary Clinton does with purpose of forethought and connivance, and what Ivanka does as an innocent error, for the Democrats, that's equivalent. Because the leading Democrats in their party have no soul. They have no moral guidepost. 
They're out of control. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Then there's Barack No House Benito Obama, who, in my view, is the man who has created the division that exists in this country today, not Trump. Is the man who all but destroyed our immigration system. Is the man who packed the courts with one radical law professor and one radical activist after another. And that includes the Supreme Court. This is the man who left our country much much worse off than he found it. Who tore at the fabric of this nation and the civil society. He made no bones about his intention in fundamentally transforming the greatest nation mankind ever created into something else. He focused on going after the private sector. He inflamed hatred and jealousies in many communities. He created great distrust of our law enforcement. He undermined the United States military to the point now where there are, as you know, a commission and other organizations out there indicating that we cannot beat China and Russia easily. I mean separately, not even together. And he added trillions and trillions and trillions in debt, much like Mitch McConnell. Oh, yes, Mitch McConnell. And he gets a pass. He gets a pass. His wife gets a pass. His kids get a pass. Donald Trump, every word, every syllable is attacked. His wife is attacked. His kids are attacked. It's open season. But don't ever say a thing about the most radical, in my view, lousy president in modern history. That's right. The lousiest president in modern history. Worse than Carter. And I'm listening now. People are saying, including little Lindsey Graham, This Khashoggi business, we really need to go at it with Saudi Arabia. Which is utterly irresponsible. What are we supposed to do? There are things you can do, but you cannot destroy our total relationship with Saudi Arabia. It'll change the balance of power in the Middle East. And empower Iran, which treats journalists like a joke every day of the week. Every day of the week. Iran murders journalists, gays, Christians, Jews, people who sing at the wrong time, people who dance at the wrong time, people who don't cover their faces and their heads the right way. Oh, yeah, it's the real deal. And Obama, Obama saved that regime, saved that terrorist regime that also, might I add, killed American soldiers. I know that's at the bottom of the list for the left, but yeah, it's true. It's true. They're a grave threat to this country. The Islamo-Nazis are run by regime. And Obama and his friends in Russia and China and France and Germany gave them $150 billion. But before that, just for a little taste, he gave them $1.5 billion in foreign currency, skirted American law, 
for hostages. I remember we had a whole Iran-Contra thing where they were trying to take out Reagan over there. And Reagan didn't do anything like this. He wasn't even aware of what took place. But Obama is celebrated by his party, by the media, by the international community. Obama was a lousy president who did grave damage to this civil society. Grave damage. And here's what he just said about our... Do I have time for this or not, Rich? We don't have time. So I'm going to play this for you after the break. I only have about 50 seconds, and this is a little longer. Obama is out there trashing our president whenever and wherever he can. And if he's not doing that, he's filling his pockets with cash left and right. Mr. Social Justice Warrior, Mr. Community Activist, Mr. Saul Linsky Jr., he's out there fundamentally transforming his own economic situation, becoming enormously wealthy like Al Gore, becoming enormously wealthy, like the Clintons, becoming enormously wealthy. Not before they were in public office, but after. Trump became enormously wealthy before he came in public office. And for that, they want to see his tax returns and everything. More on Obama when I return. If you have a moment, I want you all to go to BrickHouseLevin.com. Just go there and click on the Buy Now button so you can read the reviews. Over 1,200 five-star reviews, I might add. But this one caught my attention from Steve in Denver. I'm upset with Mark because he's got me hooked on Field of Greens. What a great product. Thank you, BrickHouse, for your amazing product and great customer service. I'm a monthly subscriber, and I won't live without it. And you're welcome, Steve. And subscribing is smart. You save money that way. Field of Greens is made with real USDA organic fruits and vegetables and helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Plus, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN. Get 15% off your first order with promo code LEVIN. That's BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN, promo code LEVIN. Blasting conservative fire. The Mark Levin Show. Call in now at 877-381-3811. Around the country, millions of Americans are turning up the furnace for the first time and then spending a week freezing at night. Now, why is that? Because they neglected to change out their air filters and their system failed. Now, this costly mistake is completely avoidable by regularly replacing the air filters at FilterBuy.com, America's leading provider of HVAC filters for homes and small businesses. Choose from over 600 sizes, including custom options that ship free within 24 hours. And for those of you who like to kick the can down the road, FilterBuy will give you 5% off your order when you subscribe for auto replacement, and you'll never forget to change your filters ever again. Now, what that means is you're on a schedule. And because it's pretty obvious how your HVAC system works, particularly in, your particular, in the area of the country that you're from, You take out the dirty, filthy air filters, and you put in the fresh, brand-new air filters. It cleans up the air in your home, so you're breathing clean air. 
It's And by the way, it's so much easier than going to the hardware store or having to special order filters. And they work great, and they're made in America. Filter Buy will save you time, money, and help you breathe better. That's filterbuy.com, filterbuy.com, and tell them Mark sent you. By the way, a little bit of housekeeping here. I want to thank the people at Bookends, a wonderful independent bookstore um, in New Jersey. And I want you folks to know that I will not be signing any more copies of Our Police, uh, and neither will my wife, uh, Julie Levin. However, she has signed books that are available in one place and one place only, at bookends. When she was there today, she had a wonderful time with the children and so forth, and she signed their inventory of books. So if you want to get your copy, and you're all around the country, and you weren't able to go to bookends today in New Jersey, in Ridgewood, New Jersey, I strongly suggest you give them a call, and you can secure a copy. Here's their number. I'm only going to do this today, because I know they're going to run out. one 201 Four four five, zero seven two six, one two zero one four four five zero seven two six. So, if you want a copy of the book signed by Julie Levin, and she was very close to my father, and she told my father she was going to do this, and he was very excited uh, a few months back. Uh, this is your chance to get it for Christmas or Hanukkah, or even Thanksgiving. But this is it. Bookends, Ridgewood, New Jersey, 1-201-445-0726. Now, unfortunately, back to Barack Millhouse, Benito Obama. You know, the leftists, they, li- they live a lie. The Obamas live a lie. They live like a king and a queen and the children like princesses, as so many do on the left. They're enormously wealthy, not because they've actually created anything or invented anything or built anything or processed anything, because of their fame, having been in public office, because of their celebrity as a result of fawning media coverage. And they've cashed in. They're overpaid for books that they didn't write. Netflix, run by a leftist, they take the Obamas under their wing, and you can go on and on and on. And while they make an enormous amount of money, literally doing almost nothing, slapping their brand on stuff, at the same time, at exactly the same time, they can trash our country. Now imagine you're able to get wealthy by trashing our country. And then you can claim to be moral people and principled people when you're living A lie. You're hypocrites. And that, of course, defines Mr. and Mrs. Obama. Hypocrites. That defines Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski. Hypocrites. That defines all of these people. Now, Obama has decided to keep lashing out against Trump. Trump has kicked his ass in virtually every one of these Senate races and gubernatorial races that Obama has gotten involved in. And by the way, that's par for the course with Obama. A thousand Democrats lost their seats while Obama was president of the United States. A thousand Democrats. 
across the country, sea to shining sea. He became president, let's be honest, because John McCain was a horrendous candidate. And Mitt Romney was a horrendous candidate. And Mitt Romney is now a senator from Utah, or soon to be, and he's already staked out his number one issue. You know what it is, Mr. Producer? Climate change. And Mitt Romney wants to gain fame with CNN and MSNBC and the New York Times and the Washington Post as being a pain in Trump's butt. Now, how does this help the country? All of us who supported this guy against Obama are going to have our regrets. It's never that hot on Romney, frankly. But he couldn't beat Obama, and Obama was beatable, and McCain couldn't beat Obama, and Obama was beatable. This is what the rhinos always do to us. The rhinos, they leave the border open even when they control Congress. Even when they control Congress. Anyway, here's Barack Milhouse Benito Obama. And not one of the nasty things he said will be criticized by anybody in the media. By media, I mean the news, the news, uh, phony news hacks. Where am I now? Cut 12, go. Climate change, we're going to have to come up with some new technologies to solve the problem. As now, don't, don't you love guys like this? We're going to have to come up with new technology. He's coming up with nothing. What's he coming up with? Not coming up with anything. He's a demagogue. He's a blowhard. We're going to have to, uh, you know, come up with new technologies, uh, you know, as as we need to, uh, because uh, you know, can't have the climate changing. Uh, it's too warm. It's too cold. The uh, oceans are too high. The oceans are too low. The Amazon is depleting. The Amazon is overgrowing, and we can't have this kind of, uh, you know movement and when it comes to the climate uh, and so what we need to do is have new technologies and uh, and we need to cut the emissions by 30 40 80 112 percent and while we're doing that uh, we need to have free college we need to eliminate all debt uh, just dismiss it Uh, we need to uh, have open borders anybody who wants to come here of course uh, should be able to come here and I mean, after all, uh, they're doing jobs Americans won't do, particularly MS-13. Uh, uh, but uh, And uh, the parade, I don't even call it a caravan, you know. These are human beings. They're not illegal. Uh, the parade uh, that's coming toward us, so we should embrace these people. And uh, uh, If they're poor, we should give them uh, welfare. If they're rich, um, then we should take their money. Uh, if they're violent, uh, we should put them in rehab programs, uh, uh, you know, we are our uh, mother's keeper, and uh, we're citizens of the globe. And uh, besides, uh, this is a nation that was founded in racism and white privilege and hatred, and uh, and we need to uh, we need to address that, right, honey? Well, that's right. Uh, and meanwhile, uh, Michelle and I are privileged to be community activists worth what now, about $100 million, and uh, to be preaching uh, soft Marxism, to be attacking uh, capitalism while we take millions and millions out of capitalism, and of course preaching about government-run Soviet-style, iron-fisted, centralized health care, while of course 
uh, we get the best health care that money can buy. We want to talk about our poor communities. We just don't want to live in them. We have a home in Washington, D.C. We don't live with the riffraff. No, no. As a matter of fact, we build a wall around our home. And Trump wants to build a wall around our country because he's a racist. But we want to build a wall around our home. And in fact, did. But we're not racists. We're the opposite uh, of racists, of course. And uh, anyway, let's listen to the idiot. Go ahead. Although even on something like that, right now I could take off the shelf existing technologies. We could reduce carbon emissions by, let's say, 30 percent. What the hell? You have no damn idea what the hell you're talking. You know, uh, we can take existing technologies right off the shelf right there. Radio Shack. Right off the shelf. And we can cut carbon emissions by, let's say, 30%. Oh, yeah, it's true. They have all kinds of newfangled technologies out there. And uh, all you have to do is know what you're doing. All you have to do is order people around, pass laws, punish them if they don't listen, find them, imprison them. All these new technologies right off the shelf. Just that the climate deniers, climate deniers, the... The white privilege, racist, climate deniers, uh, you know, they stand in the way. Go ahead. Without any, you know, it's, it's not like we'd all have to go back to caves and, you know, live off, you know, fire. Um, yeah, it's not, not, not like we have to, you know, rub sticks together to get fire or live in caves like all of us. Remember, all of us used to live in caves. No, we don't have to do that anymore. Just buy it off the shelf. Any shelf, just a, any store. Go to an auto store, the new technology to reduce cuts right there. It's right there. And uh, maybe even at the 7-Eleven, they have stuff on the right. Right next to the uh, to the ruffles have ridges. There's the new technology. We, all we have to do is add it. And, you know, we can cut emissions by 30%. If these white privileged capitalist pigs would just get out of the way, we could do this. Go ahead. Uh, we could have electricity and smartphones and uh, all that stuff, um, which would buy us probably another 20, 30 years for that technological breakthrough. Yes, now, uh, now, obviously, uh, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I have never actually been educated in any of these areas that I'm rambling on about, but it sounds good. And the media, I have them in my back pocket. I have them in my front pocket. Michelle has them in her purse. And so I just twirl these words around, and uh, then, you know, 20 30%, I should have said 70%, I wasn't really thinking. Uh, off the shelf, you know, it's right there off the shelf. And iPhones will uh, save us, so this this really good, the iPhones and so, smartphones, they'll save us 20, 30 years. Save us from what? But, you know, just 20, 30 years. It's right off the shelf. Right there in Macy's on... Uh, on Friday, right there with the uh, sales, the dresses, right there. It's right on the shelf. Just pull the technology off. We could all pull this off. It's very simple, but for the capitalist pigs and, uh, and oh, and Trump, particularly Ivanka with her emails. If Ivanka hadn't been emailing the way she emails, then we'd be cutting carbon emissions by at least 30% now, right off the shelf. Go ahead. The reason we don't do it is because... We are still confused, blind, shrouded with hate, anger, racism, mommy issues. 
you know, uh, even when I ramble in absolute incoherence, I can always throw that word racism out there and then all of a sudden I get applause, you know. I love that line. I've been practicing this all day. We're still confused, blind, shrouded with hate, anger, racism, mommy issues. Otherwise, we'd be pulling right off the shelf our carbon emissions technologies and be able to cut them by 30%, save the planet, and have the most magnificent global society that anybody's ever seen. But for Trump and the white folk out there, we'd really be uh, an advanced society. This guy's such a clown. He's such an idiot. And everybody, nobody says it. Nobody's allowed to say it. I said it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Of course, the real reason Obama loves climate change, the real reason Gore loves climate change, uh, is because their target is capitalism. So while they're filthy rich, they don't want you to be filthy rich. They want you to believe it's immoral. And yet, they're very moral, and they moralize. There was a piece on October 17, 2018, in the Daily Caller, U.S. greenhouse gas emissions fell 2.7% from 2016 levels, according to the EPA. Emissions on a per capita basis at a 67-year low last year, federal data shows. Supporters are touting EPA's data as proof Trump's agenda is working. I have a different theory on why these carbon emissions are dropping as much as they are. You know what it is, Mr. Producer? Uh, Barack Obama is not holding any more press conferences. A little less methane in the air. I really believe this, you know. And by the way, uh, the president's being hammered again and again by the very serious people who, who believe that he should really hammer Saudi Arabia over the Khashoggi murder, which was horrific. I think what the president should have done is encourage China, Russia, France, Britain, and of course us in Germany to give Saudi Arabia $150 billion. Well, that's what Obama did with Iran. And Saudi Arabia, they're not even threatening to hit us with nuclear missiles. They don't even have nuclear missiles. So, what Trump should have done is said, you know what? I'm going to encourage our allies, our enemies, all of us get together. Let's come up with this agreement. Let's give $150 billion to the Saudi Arabian monarchy. And that'll teach them. That'll teach them. That'll keep them in the box. That'll keep them. Now, why do I raise this? Because we live in an insane world with the damn media and these leftists. They have no moral compass whatsoever. They have no consistency whatsoever. Barack Obama sounds like an ass and he's praised as a statesman. Michelle Obama is running around doing what first ladies don't do, trashing the president of the United States. And they say, wow, isn't she special? Meanwhile, Donald Trump didn't give the store away to anybody. Obama did. He undermines our military in the face of the Chinese and the Russians and the Iranians and the North Koreans. Trump's trying to deal with all of them. He can't pull the plug on Saudi Arabia. 
We need Saudi Arabia. And yet, over there at the Washington Compost, which celebrated Obama, ooh, we opened an embassy in Cuba, a genocidal police state. They have a problem with this. Nobody, nobody, nobody thinks what the Saudi government or the crown prince did to that writer is to be ignored. Now, these are the same media institutions that back Franklin Roosevelt and his alliance with Joseph Stalin, who killed 50 million people. And Barack Obama's association with the Castros, real politic, who used to execute little teenagers and so forth. And Barack Obama gives $150 billion to the terrorist state in Iran. Well, you know, uh, the mommy issues and... Uh, and this guy's supposed to be, like, really intelligent, Obama. You know, the uh, mommy issues and the uh, anger and racism sh- were shrouded with hate. And happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. You live, in, you live in a country, according to Obama, that's shrouded with hate, anger, racism, and mommy issues. You know what? These people can go to hell. We're not shrouded in any of these things. They can take their claptrap and sell it somewhere else. What do you think about that? With a daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones and computers, you may have missed some real news like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. Scientists suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods, but what this study discovered was that these foods also appear to lead people to overeat. Here's the bottom line. You need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet, which is why I recommend that you start taking Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. It helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. This is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, that's BrickHouseLevin.com, and you'll get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. You know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Everybody, Mark Levin here. Our number 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. See, here's the difference between Republicans and Democrats. Democrats will do anything to advance their agenda. They don't worry about ethics, morality, the rule of law, the Constitution. They will walk on broken glass, one behind the other. But Republicans are a different type of animal. And some of them are truly ignoramuses. And that would be Trey Gowdy. Many of you have liked Trey Gowdy. I've never liked him. I have a rule. If you comb your hair 15 different ways in four days, I don't trust you. 
If you can't decide whether you can grow a beard or not, I don't trust you. But in all seriousness, this guy's full of hot air. Has he ever held anybody accountable for anything like Hillary Clinton and her emails? And but John Boehner appointed him to chair this special committee on Benghazi because he's a he's a uh, he's a Boehner boy. So he gets out there, you know, I really, and and he of course he defends the senior levels of the FBI. I'm not talking about the rank and file. We all defend them. They put their lives on the line. So Trey Gowdy, Politico's reporting, is demanding information from the administration on Ivanka Trump's use of personal email. And he wants it by December 5th. Now, this guy has retired. He's about to go out the door. So he's laying the foundation for the Democrats to go after Trump's daughter because, you know, we're consistent here. We're consistent here. Uh, Just because it's a Republican doesn't mean. And by the way, did I tell you I'm a former federal prosecutor? It's true. And uh, we're consistent here. We follow the law no matter what. So he doesn't see the distinction whatsoever. Whatsoever. Honestly, I've never found him to be that bright. I just haven't. He's not that smart. He wants to run for the senator governor in South Carolina. You watch. All these guys are egomaniacal, constantly trying to claw their way up. And I can use a little positive press, too. I'm Trey Gowdy, after all. So he writes this long letter. It's got footnotes in it. Uh, It's very lawyerly, very lawyerly-like. Very impressive as he goes after the president's daughter. Very, very impressive. The Democrats don't want to know about Hillary's emails, her server. They don't want to know anything. It's a Republican witch hunt. Trey Gowdy, and this is why we don't have a wall. Many of the Republicans who lost were trying to show uh, CNN and MSNBC and Maggie Haberman writing for the Holocaust-denying New York Times. All the journalist school graduates want to work for the New York Times. Anyway, so uh, they all try to kowtow. And the best way to kowtow, I'll give you an example. And I've said this before. Early on, before I really trashed so many of these phony fraud reporters, many of whom were Democrat staffers, and, uh, you know, I'm a reporter defending the free press. And they worked for Harkin, and they worked for Tip O'Neill, and they worked for Carter, and they worked for Obama. You know, I'm defending the free press. And Ben Rhodes lies through his teeth. The press says, I think he's lying through his teeth, but let's go with it. But, you know, I'm defending the free press. Or Jake Tapper. Uh, Anyway, you know the list. They kowtow to these people. They want to be liked. And in the end, of course, the media hate them too. They really want true believers on the left. And why not get behind a true believer like Maxine Waters rather than Trey Gowdy? Maxine is just a genius stateswoman, I would say. Anyway, so uh, Trey Gowdy's out there. And I'm sure it'll be in a... Trey, would you come on our TV program? Anyway, when I had not a relationship with these people that meet the depressed or uh, Good Morning uh, Soviet Union or whatever you want to call these shows, they would invite me on when I was highly critical of Republicans. Remember that, Mr. Producer? When I was pounding Boehner because he deserved it, 
I'm starting to wonder if Boehner was smoking pot while he was speaker. You know, a cannabis? Ah, shut up, you idiot. And uh, Mitch McConnell out there, you know what? We're, we're the best budget prop. And meanwhile, the debt is soaring under Mitch McConnell. But don't tell the Weekly Standard and Fred Barnes. They love this. You know how much he's accomplished? It's unbelievable. He got judges passed. No, Harry Reid paved the path for our judges to get passed. That moron in Nevada. Yeah, my, my eye. I hurt my eye because I was exercising. Yeah, yeah, Harry. That's how you hurt your, your elbow or your knee or your ankle. How'd you hurt your eye? I was uh, pulling the rubber thing. It hit me in the eye. Yeah, yeah, okay, Harry. I think Harry was walking in the doors a long time ago. So McConnell gets credit. But this crushing debt that the Republicans have laid on top of crushing debt from Obama and the Democrats... Look how well we're working together. And we passed the bill before any... Ah, shut up. I didn't lose my place. So Trey Gowdy, he gets conservative media. Oh, this Trey Gowdy, he's special. In the liberal media, this Trey Gowdy, he's special. Trey Gowdy is the Stormy Daniels of the House of Representatives. May I say that, Mr. Producer? He really is. He started lashing out, you know. The, and yes, the, uh, the conservative media complex that makes money off of criticizing people like me. I don't make money off of criticizing people like you. Nobody even knows who the hell you are, to be perfectly. You go down in, into a local diner. You know who Trey Gowdy is? Is that a dancer? No, no, I don't, that's not, he's not a dancer. LGBTQ. No, no. Who's Trey Gowdy? I don't know. Anyway, uh, Trey Gowdy is on the job here uh, over the holiday. He's going after Ivanka Trump and her emails, you see. I'm going to get to the bottom. I couldn't get to the bottom of Benghazi. I couldn't get to the bottom of the FBI uh, scandal because, of course, the senior level of the FBI is swell. Uh, No, that's not a spy. It's an informant. You can't call them spies. Uh, And Trey Gowdy couldn't get to the bottom of Hillary Clinton's email. But by God, he's going to get this Ivanka Trump thing figured out. Because we know she's an incredible threat to the net. That Trey Gowdy, nothing gets past him. He is just terrific. That Trey Gowdy. The Helen Keller of the Judiciary Committee. Oh, don't worry. He'll take care of it. Don't worry. And he'll give a hell of a speech on the House floor, too. Nobody gives better speeches and does nothing about it than Trey Gowdy. I have to give him credit. And what's going on in South Carolina? Do they breed people like this? Lindsay. I've gotten to know Lindsay very, very little. I mean, I bump into him now and then. We've tried to get him on the program to discuss things. He only goes on Fox. He won't come on this program. Well, maybe in three weeks. Uh, uh, okay, we'll take a pass. It's not that exciting. But he's hard to read, the guy. That's because he's independent. No, it's because he's hard to read. It's like this uh, Saudi Arabia thing. He's toxic, the crown prince. Lindsay, take a look at the United Nations. It's filled with genocidal maniacs. Are you proposing we get out of the United Nations? I proposed that. Many, many years ago, I had proposed that we create a new organization. Why must we stay with the United Nations? An organization of free countries. 
or at least relatively free countries. Why are we sitting with genocidal maniacs? Yeah, they, they like they like have Tourette's as a group. Get the Jews, get the Jews, get the Jews, get the Jews. A resolution. Make sure you get the Jews and the Jews. Don't forget the Jews and the Jews. And they all vote yes, except for us. No, no, except when Obama at the end. Uh, I think uh, we're present. So how come he hasn't introduced a bill to get out of there? They're killing journalists left and right. The member states of the U.N. And uh, try to be a reporter in China. Or as we like to say, China. Try to be a reporter in China. Try to be a reporter in Russia. Try to be a reporter who left Russia. And went to London. And all of a sudden, well, look at this. Look at this. Nuclear refuse in my spaghetti. How did it get there, Mr. Produce? How did this... This nuclear stuff get in my spaghetti. And Putin, not me. I had nothing to do with it. Well, it's, it's Russian nuclear. Well, we had nothing to do with it. It's the British. We didn't do it. They put the stuff in the spaghetti. All right, I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Trey Gowdy, have you ever used your private email for government business to communicate with lobbyists? Or you ever used your private email? Curious. Now, here's the funny thing, ladies and gentlemen. The Freedom of Information Act does not apply to members of Congress. Oh, no, they exempted themselves. Wouldn't we have a field day? Can you imagine... If the Freedom of Information Act applied to members of Congress, what we would find? I think you'd find some of them are drunks. Some of them are having affairs. Some of them are covering up their sexual harassment. We, in other words, we know all these things are going on, but can you imagine? The Freedom of Information Act? These sanctimonious hypocrites? Uh... You mean to tell me you used your email for government business? Well, I didn't set up a private server. It wasn't classified information. I wasn't deleting stuff. Look, it was a mistake. No, no, no. You don't know. We need a full-scale investigation here while we control Congress. Will somebody please ask Trey Gowdy if he's ever used a private device for government business? And, well, Shouldn't we all ask members of Congress why the Freedom of Information Act doesn't apply to them so we can harass the hell out of them the way they harass the hell out of everybody else? I'm quite serious. Can you imagine a FOIA request for Chuck Schumer and his relationship with Facebook and the fact that his daughter has like a $150,000 job with Facebook? Oh, yeah, you didn't know that, did you? But it doesn't influence his defense of Facebook in any way. No, of course not. That Chuck, he's a stand-up guy. By the way, Simply Safe is a fantastic security system. Do you know this? Great protection for your home and family. And right now, Simply Safe is giving my listeners a great deal on home security. Order now and you'll get 25% off any Simply Safe system and a free security camera. Simply Safe treats people the right way. 
They want more people to be safe in their homes so the pricing is fair and honest. Around-the-clock professional monitoring is just $14.99 a month. Simply Safe has no contracts and no hidden fees. Never, ever. And they really care about the people who buy their systems. That's very rare today. Now, I'm not the only one who likes them either. CNET, PC Magazine, and Wirecutter all say Simply Safe is the best security system there is. Protect your home, protect your family today with Simply Safe and get a great deal on home security with cutting edge technology. Go to simplysafemark.com and save 25% off your Simply Safe system and get a free security camera. Now, Harry, this deal ends November 26th. You don't want to miss it. That's simplysafemark.com, simplysafemark.com. Then we have this guy, Avenatti. Everybody's saying, hey, you know, even though he didn't believe in due process, even though he didn't believe in the presumption of innocence, we should give him due process and the presumption of innocence. What the hell for? Where did this guy come from? All of a sudden, he's all over TV, the slip and fall lawyer. He's there with Stormy Daniels. He's famous off of a uh, porn. I won't even say star. Is she a porn star? I don't know if she, do they have porn star? A porn actress. He looks like the porn guy. Now he's he's sued by his partner. Media, hey, media doesn't care. Hey, this guy, stand-up guy, he's going after Trump. Uh, he's kicked out of his uh, office or he's kicked out of his home, whatever. He's kicked out of here and there. Hey, don't worry about it. You wonder where his wife is? She must be proud of her husband. Got all kinds of stuff going on, being a slip-and-fall lawyer and all that. He's on CNN. As much as that Jeffrey Tubin, and they're, they're hard to tell apart, those two, by the way. Jeffrey Tubin's the legal analyst on CNN. Every time. Trump's Hitler, he's a racist, uh, Trump is a liar, and that's cut to the chase. He hates black women, and me, on the other hand, I'm an angel, I'm moral, I'm a genius, I'm a legal analyst. You ought to Google his name and see what a sleazeball Jeffrey Tubin is. I dare you to do it. I dare you to do it. So, Avenatti, we're all supposed to bend over backwards. You know, the Constitution applies to him. Now, he didn't think it applied to anyone. The Democrats in the Senate didn't think it applied to uh, the uh, nominee, Kavanaugh. It's a job interview. Have you ever been to a job interview where you're accused without a scintilla of evidence of gang rape? It's not even a job interview. Who goes to a job interview? You know what? I hear you were involved in gang rape when you were 16 years old every weekend for 10 weeks. What do you have to say about it? What? You have any evidence? Well, Michael Avenatti, he came forward. Well, what's her name? Well, then it must be true. And our free press, Chris Cuomo, the dumbest of the Cuomos, and that's saying something. That's saying something because the governor of New York is a dumb guy. And his little brother, Chris, is even dumber. Which is why he has a 9 p.m. show on the Constipated News Network and has no ratings whatsoever. None. None. That he likes this guy, Avenatti. 
And uh, then, uh, what, what do you, Anderson Cooper. Now, there's a reporter. Anderson Cooper, what is it, 360, 380, 912, or whatever the show is. I don't even understand that. Nobody understands it. So there he is, another one with no ratings. Avenatti's on there. There's a great interview with Stormy Daniels and Avenatti. So CNN, free press. Really embracing the porn star and the porn star's lawyer. Doesn't matter how sleazy they are. Doesn't matter this lawyer's background. Anything to attack Trump. That Trump, he's sleazy. But I want to introduce Stormy Daniels and her sleazy lawyer. And then all of a sudden they don't show up. What happened to Avenatti? Well, he was arrested for an, he was accused of a felony beating up a woman. My goodness. Well, due process applies to him and the presumption of innocence applies to him. I mean, after all, it's not a job interview or anything. It's not a congressional hearing. The guy's a punk. He's a sleazeball. And the media made him. And the media put him out there. Why? Because they'll grab anyone and anything to try and take down this president. By the way, where's Trey Gowdy? Is he around? I'm just, just curious. I'll be right back. Do you wake up in the morning feeling sluggish and have to drag yourself through your day? Do you feel bloated, tired, and out of shape? Eating healthy is a habit, but most of us don't really know exactly what we should be eating, right? How much we should be eating and how to properly prepare it. This is why I drink Field of Greens every morning before I start my day. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. Helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Now this is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com and get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. Now you know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouse, L-E-V-I-N.com, offer code LEVIN. Right versus left is right versus wrong. Call Mark at 877-381-3811. So we have a federal judge in San Francisco. One of a thousand federal judges. Do you know his name? Of course you don't know his name. But he has decided that President Trump's decision to require people seeking asylum to actually come to legal ports of entry, locations where they know they can come, as opposed to just rushing a 2,000-mile-long border, is Trump changing the law. So the illegal aliens are not changing the law. It's the President of the United States trying to enforce the law. And this left-wing judge, that is, a lawyer in black robe, he's decided that he's going to run the immigration policy in the country. Out of San Francisco, out of his, his office, where he knows absolutely nothing, where he's in charge of absolutely nothing, where he's trained in only the law as a general matter. He's responsible for absolutely nothing. 
He's appointed for life, and he's decided for the entire country he's going to set immigration policy. This has been going on a lot since President Trump became president. These Obama judges and Clinton judges, left-wing judges all. So how dare the president of the United States try to stop illegal aliens advised by slip-and-fall immigration lawyers on the, fa- on, the, on the phrases to drop in order to get into the country and then be released, but come back in two years to court, you know. Come out of the shadows, come back, and we know they don't. And the judge has decided the president of the United States has absolutely no power to do anything about it. Nothing. Nothing. The Congress has decided the president of the United States has no power whatsoever to build a wall and secure the border. Nothing. The media in the United States has decided when people by the thousands are trying to get into this country illegally that the president shouldn't call that an invasion because he's whistleblowing to his KKK and neo-Nazi base, you see. Giving them a wink and a nod. That he should call them a parade. Just poor people who are hungry trying to come into the United States. The fact that 80% of them are young men. The fact that 500 out of a few thousand are criminals. Criminals need food too, ladies and gentlemen. Criminals need food too. So what if they're let loose into your neighborhoods? We'll just take your guns away, as Congressman Swalwell, probably the biggest buffoon of them all, suggests, and we'll undermine the police force. So you won't be able to defend yourself. We'll undermine your local police department. The borders will be wide open, and we'll have paradise right here in America. Meanwhile, your taxes will go up for your public school system. Your taxes will go up for your public health system. Your taxes will go up for local law enforcement. And you'll have no say whatsoever. We have a judge in San Francisco that has decided, he's decided, for every corner of the United States, every region of the United States, every neighborhood in the United States, what the rules are going to be when it comes to asylum. Because he doesn't want the president, quote-unquote, rewriting long-established law. No, he'll do it instead. It used to be understood in the federal judiciary that this is an area where the president has plenary power. In fact, the Supreme Court said so when the great Anthony Kennedy, not, ruled on a 5-4 decision that the fact that Arizona was passing state laws to actually enforce federal law and Barack Milhouse Benito Obama with his mommy issues, that he actually didn't want to enforce federal law, well, The state of Arizona has no right to enforce federal law. The president of the United States won't enforce federal law. Go figure that one out. But now we have a judge, a real judge in San Francisco, who said the president doesn't have that. Let's let's call this what it is. The federal government and all of its instrumentalities, whether it's the bureaucracy, the administrative state, whether it's Congress, regardless of party, the judiciary, the unelected. They're pushing the country in one direction and one direction only. They have, quote-unquote, I will argue, constitutionalized the progressive agenda. They've constitutionalized it. 
So they take the Constitution and they bastardize it. That's what they've done. All of a sudden, foreigners who don't even belong into this country have constitutional rights. Their children are automatically American citizens if they're born in this country. Where did this come from? Nobody knows. It started in the 60s and 70s. We think out of the Social Security Administration or one of the departments, and it was pushed by the bureaucracy, the president says, you know, I want to undo this by executive order. You can't change the law by executive order. What law? But don't worry, George Conway, of the famous law firm of Conway, Conway, and Wrongway, he's putting together a group of real conservative lawyers who are not going to abandon their principles, and they are going to fight Trump when he doesn't follow and toe the liberal line. So the federal judiciary is especially out of control right now. Because this president, not for philosophical reasons, just for policy and common sense reasons, is trying to pull the nation back from the precipice, from the abyss. And this is why he's hated. This is why he's hated. You don't have to agree with every single thing he says. You don't have to agree with every single thing he does. This is a historic presidency. Because he doesn't toe the line of Washington, D.C., either party. The Republican Party is not a conservative party. The Republican Party is a soft progressive party. The Democrat Party is a hardcore status party. Now, the administration buys into aspects of this, but it doesn't buy into it across the board. And he fights them, and they don't like it. The media are liberal. They're in the tank. Let's stop kidding ourselves. They're not defending freedom of the press. They're defending liberalism. They're, they're defending progressivism. You know, we never have a president like this before. I've never seen anything like this. He's Hitler. He's a liar. He's Stalin. He's mentally uh, unfit. He's, uh, uh, he's a this, and he's a that, and he's a that. In fact, we're going to interview Al Sharpton now. And we're going to get his input on racism and anti-Semitism. This is what the idiot Joe Scarborough did. Let's get the input from uh, Al Sharpton. Our next guest, who? Farrakhan. Oh. Yeah, I'm just not in the mood to follow the news point by point by point. I'm in the mood to humiliate these people. To expose them. To mock them. Because they deserve it. As they choke down their turkey legs. And their cranberry this. And their stuffing that. And the spittles running down their chins. I can see them with their families and their friends. Mocking Trump. Mocking you. Mocking me. As they spill the dressing or the gravy on their shirts and on their blouses telling us what a horrible country this is, what a racist country this is. Uh, please pass the mashed potatoes. I'm really full. What's for dessert? Well, we have apple pie. We got this and that. Yeah, okay, thank you. What a country. It sucks. The country sucks. The inequality. Uh, pass the wine. They don't even realize what a great country this is. They have no respect for our history. None. None whatsoever. 
you know, were they getting colder? Am I in the right place here? Yes. The struggle to get out of bed is real. And Casper makes it so tempting to stay cozy under the covers. It's the most comfortable mattress you'll sleep on. It's a high-quality mattress at an affordable price. And you'll sleep comfortably and never wake up overheated, thanks to the unique combination of foams that provide the right pressure relief and alignment. Casper ships right to your door for free in a small, how did they do that size box? They'll even pick it up if you don't love it, and they'll refund you everything. From its engineering to its packaging to letting you try it for 100 nights, it's no wonder Casper has over 35,000 five-star reviews of all their products across Casper, Google, and Amazon. Now's the perfect time to give Casper a try yourself, a try, or to gift Casper to someone you care about. Looking for the Black Friday or Cyber Monday deal? Head to Casper.com, use offer code MARK, and you'll save 10% on your entire order with any Casper mattress. That's Casper.com, offer code MARK. Terms and conditions apply. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Do you ever notice the state of the liberal media? I wonder how it got where it is today. I'm going to give you a little history lesson. It got where it was and is today. Because of these same things that have happened to our other institutions. Our government schools, colleges and universities, Hollywood and entertainment. The progressive movement has been focused and committed to these sorts of things. Over the course of time, this is where we've gotten. And so the media are not defending freedom of the press, and nobody supports government interference with the media, except, of course, the left. When it comes to media, they don't like and the Internet. I don't have any conservatives that promote government interference with the media. We actually support the Bill of Rights. We actually believe in due process and presumption of innocence. But the media don't. The media have devoured that institution... And now they dress it up as free press. They don't defend free press. They defend their opinions. Now, we don't do that on Levin TV or on our network, CRTV. We tell you who we are. We're honest. We give you the real labels about what we're doing. Wouldn't it be nice if at CNN the bottom where they always have breaking news, breaking news, which is never breaking news. They actually said CNN, voice of the Democrat Party. Wouldn't that be good? Or the other media outlets too. New York Times, all the news that's fit to support liberalism. I mean, that would be the like the original notion of freedom of the press, right? Where pamphleteers or the relative few newspapers early on uh, not all, but most of them aligned with a particular uh, philosophy or party. But not today. We're objective professionals, which, of course, they're not. Well, at Levin TV, Levin being me, we don't lie about who we are. At CRTV, we have over 20 hosts. You know exactly where they're coming from. 
We represent the old kind of free press, if you will. If you're going to claim to be objective professionals, which so many in the media claim, then be objective professionals, but they're not. At least be honest about who you are. Every story, it seems, in the media is an attack on the president, attack on our values, attack on our history. On Levin TV, we don't carry water for anybody. We just call them as we see it, and same with the rest of the hosts on CRTV. And good or bad, we'll bring you a principal perspective on what's taking place in our country. This is why we've gotten amazing feedback from our subscribers. We have a huge family out there of subscribers. And they say CRTV is unlike anything they've ever gotten. But ladies and gentlemen, now's the time to really put the foot on the gas pedal. To really muscle up our CRTV enterprise. And that involves you. Every subscriber is actually part of what we do. You can't just turn it on and say, hey, look at that. Look at that, it's Jake Tapper. No, no. We don't do science fiction. You have to really want to see CRTV and Levin TV. Or Steve Crowder or Phil Robertson. Or Eric Bowling. Or Andrew Wilco, Michelle Malkin. We have a tremendous lineup. And that's why, I'll tell you this. We have a growing body of subscribers growing so significantly that our subscriber base is larger than many of the viewers on MSNBC because this is where people want to come. There are people trying to copy what we do. They it won't work. Why? Well, because they don't have me and they don't have some of the other hosts. So if CRTV is going to continue to grow at the pace we've seen over the past year, we really want you to get involved. It's a wonderful gift. You want to give it to a parent, grandparent. You want to give it to a spouse, a kid, a relative, even to a liberal. So try us for free for 30 days. They can try us for free for 30 days. Just go to levintv.com, L-E-V-I-N-T-V.com, and sign up there. Or you can give us a call, 844-LEVIN-TV, 844-L-E-V-I-N-T-V. I think you're going to find it very worth it. I really do. Don, our buddy Don, Lake Ron Kunkama, on the great WABC. Go. Marcus. Sorry I've been away so long, but it's great to talk to you again, and thank you so much for taking my call. Yes, sir. Listen, I think your Men in Black book may need a a second volume to handle some of these uh, nitwit judges that are being this John Tiger, who's this activist judge from a sanctuary city, San Francisco, is now uh, obstructing uh, Trump's asylum ban. And by the way, he's been involved in other issues related to this president, hasn't he? Yes, he has. So, So they form shop. They know to go to him. They know he's a leftist, and that's exactly what he is. He's a leftist dressed up as a judge. He's in San Francisco, and he uses his courtroom and his little office to run immigration policy in this country. I, I don't understand how one judge in one little city can uh, affect the entire... This is a brilliant point, and I keep underscoring it, because the damn Supreme Court needs to step up and take care of this. Yeah. Ultimately, the Supreme Court, these lower courts, have to follow the rules or the decisions that are set in place by the Supreme Court. And the court needs to take one of these decisions and slap down one of these judges and say, you are not free in some district court 
holed up in San Francisco in your little office and your little courtroom to set national policy. If you want to rule for your particular district, okay, fine, and we'll look at it that way. But you can't save it all. You can't set it all across the country. Yep. It's, it's, it's just a stall tactic because it's going to go to the Ninth Circuit, and then it's going to go to the Supreme Court, and it's going to be months from now. Yep. You know? Eric, I just want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving uh, to you and your family. And same to you, my friend. A wonderful family you have to take care of yourself. We've got one minute. Drew, Monterey, California, the great KSFO. Go. Hey, thank you, Mark. You know, you mentioned that the uh, anytime Trump makes a move on immigration in any direction, the media immediately call it a dog whistle to KKK members and Nazis. Well, you know, Mark, I didn't realize that there were so many KKK members and Nazis in Tijuana that are Mexican and speak perfect Spanish. Isn't it amazing how many white supremacists they have in Mexico? (laughs) Well, you know, also, Mark, this judge ruled against the Mexican people because this is going to encourage more of these caravans to come through and make demands in their city. You make an excellent point. I'm going to follow up on this when we return. Don't miss it, folks. It's compelling. I'll be right back. From the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Number 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Isn't it time to ask the Democrats and the media, one and the same, Okay, if you don't like our existing immigration laws, you don't like ICE, you don't want to secure the southern border, then tell us what your immigration policies would look like. You go on TV and you argue that these people are hungry, they're poor, they're fleeing crime. If they're not supposed to go to legal points to get into the country and to be vetted and processed so we know who they are and we We need to determine if their claims are legitimate or whatever in order to protect us and to protect them. Then what exactly do you want? And let me ask you, Mr. Democrat, Mr. Media person, let me ask you a question. Should we take every single human being who lives and resides outside the United States who wants to come into the United States? Every single one? Because that seems to be the outcome of your policy. So we need to know. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, to get off the defensive and go on the offensive. We can talk about this invasion, and we should, but we ought to go further. We ought to demand that Kamala Harris, who compares ICE to the Klan, now she won't repudiate Farrakhan, she won't repudiate Sharpton, she won't repudiate Ellison. That kind of racism and bigotry, she doesn't have a problem with it. That kind of anti-Semitism, she doesn't have a problem with it. But it's time that we demand that she, that Hillary Clinton, that Chuck Schumer, all the malcontents, it's time that we demand that Woody the Woodpecker, a.k.a. Joe Scarborough, a.k.a. the movie Deliverance, it's time that we demand that he and the others 
on that waste and carbon footprint called MSNBC that they explain to us exactly what their policy is. It's time that Jake Tapper explained to us exactly what policy it is that he seeks. Because the policy, it seems to me, is that anybody can come into the United States. They don't have to come in through a port of entry. They don't have to be vetted. As long as they're hungry, as long as they claim to be leaving crime, as long as they want a better life. And if that's the rule, then we have no damn country. Now, WCTV-TV. Hat tip, right scoop. Florida Democratic Party under investigation for election fraud. Somebody wake up Jake Tapper. I don't see any evidence of uh, election fraud. Uh, do you? Do you? Uh, do you? Do you I, I don't see any evidence of election fraud. And I'm a real reporter. Oh, I'm a journalist. And from where I sit in Washington, D.C., I just don't see it. Do you have evidence of election fraud? Yes, we do, Jake. And why don't you get off your face and go down there and check it out? Tallahassee, Florida. Democrats conceded in the races for U.S. Senate and governor, but not before Florida asked federal authorities to investigate possible election fraud conducted by the party. The U.S. Department of Justice declined, but the Florida Department of Law Enforcement and the Office of Statewide Prosecution say they have an open criminal investigation into the allegations. Wow. Evidence reported to the Department of State suggests a possible effort by Democrats to have voters fix ballots after the state's deadline in at least four counties. Whoa. I'm sure Brian Stelter's all over it. Cure forms for mail ballots sent to voters by the party show the return date changed from the day before the election to two days afterwards. Democratic strategist Steve Shally says it was likely just a mix-up. Well, these Democrats are just, hey, you know, we just just screwed up. We always do it in our favor. Don't get us wrong. Just a mix-up. Some 23-year-old staffer probably got two dates mixed up. Now, he has no idea if that's true, but it doesn't matter. He's a propagandist. They put the date down for the provisional ballot cure, not the absentee ballot cure, And actually, by doing it, all they did was made it harder for their own voters to vote. What are these cures? Look how they've screwed up and complicated our voting system. Get off your ass and go vote. If you can't do that because you're out of the country or you're physically unable to, then you do a a write-in ballot. And you do it under penalty of perjury. You sign an affidavit. That's the way. Now we got early voting, uh, after-day voting, uh, Subsequent voting, uh, uh, whatever. Republicans point to the fact Democrats successfully sued to extend the deadline after the fact. Looks like they were just planning on a judge siding with them because of the bias towards trying to allow as many votes as possible to count that were legally cast, said Eric Eggers, author of the book Fraud. It's the first evidence we have of systemic efforts to undercut or subvert election law as it was on the book. Supervisors of elections who brought the changed forms to the state's attention can even, if it was just a mix-up, can even do so with just a mix-up. 
official election form should never have been altered. I think the question it raises is what other efforts were underway to subvert election law that we don't know about yet, said Eggers. The Florida Democratic Party says it's hired its own independent investigator to look into the case. It says it plans to release any findings once the investigation is complete. Well, I'm sure that'll be very thorough and objective, much like the news media. Will this be reported on CNN? Any bets? Any bets? Don't hold your breath. Oh, here's a shocker. This is going to upset a lot of people. President Trump answers written questions on Russia from special counsel Mueller, says the legal team. Now, I'm going to give you some insight into this, just based on the report. President Trump has submitted answers to written questions posed to him by special counsel Robert Mueller's office, Trump's legal team announced today. One of Trump's lawyers, Jay Sekulow, said the president today answered written questions submitted by the special counsel's office. The questions presented dealt with issues regarding the Russia-related topics of the inquiry. The president responded in writing. Rudy Giuliani, another lawyer for Trump, said it's been our position from the outset that much of what has been asked raised serious constitutional issues was beyond the scope of a legitimate inquiry. This remains our position today, Giuliani said. The president has nonetheless provided unprecedented cooperation and so forth. And he has. They've had 30 witnesses and 1.4 million pages of material. And now they have the president's written responses. This is a brilliant legal strategy the president is uh, undertaking here. It's a brilliant legal strategy. Now, the reporters are never going to comprehend it. And now we're here to interpret the news and to give our our own analysis. Uh, No, they're not. But even if they were, they won't interpret it or analyze it correctly. Here's what I see as I read this. Number one, the president and his lawyers have obviously taken the position that they will not tolerate Mr. Mueller, an employee of the executive branch, questioning the president in any way about his presidential prerogatives under the United States Constitution. That is, the firing, or if he chose the hiring, of an FBI director. Or anybody else. Mr. Mueller does not have the authority, the constitutional authority, to question the president about his prerogatives. Or any president in the future. So in this, the president is protecting the office of the presidency. That's very important. Number two, the president, as I see this, is meeting the prosecutor halfway. He's saying, look, no, you're not going to ask me about my presidential duties. It's none of your damn business, and I'm going to protect this office from, you know, rogues like you. But on the other hand, go ahead and ask me about Russia. Just put it in writing, because I'm not going to submit myself to your grand jury or any subpoena. Any subpoena of my person, as we would call it, that I'm personally required to submit to it. And so by answering questions about Russia in writing, he's not submitting to a subpoena. That's number two. Number three, it's very wise to handle it this way. 
Because Mr. Mueller is a very dishonest man, as are the Democrats who work for him. Particularly this Weissman. This little creepy fraud. That's right. So it is very, very unlikely if the lawyering is good on the president's side that they'll be able to trip him up with stupid questions. They do not have a right to try and criminalize a thought and answer and action of the president of the United States. That is that is diabolical. That is evil. So by doing this in writing and doing it this way, again, the president is not only ensuring that the very, very crucial questions are answered, but that he's protecting his office and the office of the president. Then finally, number four, should Mr. Mueller foolishly seek a subpoena regarding information or answers relative to the president's prerogatives or trying to further dig into two questions that the president of the United States says, I'm not, I'm not dealing with your subpoena, and then litigates all the way to the Supreme Court, he can at least show the justices or those who at least are thoughtful, not the hacks. He can at least show those justices. Look, I tried to uh, meet the guy halfway. I tried to deal with the, the areas that he was assigned to investigate. I've got no problem with that. I answered him. There's no big deal. But then he keeps trying to go further and further and further, and this we will not tolerate. So he can show the Supreme Court. They didn't blow off Mueller altogether. But it's Mueller who's out of control. It's Mueller who's overstepping the bounds of his authority. So I think if this is the way it's being handled, and based on what I'm reading here, it seems to be that way, this is exactly the right legal strategy. So I salute them. We'll be right back. So the Mexican citizens of Tijuana are strongly opposed to the illegal aliens coming into their country and into their city. See, there's a very, very big myth that's been pushed by the left out there. It was actually started by Nixon in the census under him, but now the left has embraced it. And that is that all Latinos are the same. All Latinos are not the same. They have different backgrounds, different cultures, different ancestries. A Peruvian is not a Honduran. A Honduran is not a Bolivian. A Bolivian is not a Salvadoran, and so forth and so on. And yet, for progressives, they have to put people in groups. They have to put people in groups, identify the groups, stereotype the groups, and then pander to the groups in order to control the groups. You cannot have individuals who think for themselves. Now, the parade that's coming from Honduras and elsewhere through Mexico and in Tijuana is strongly objected to by the people in Tijuana, the Mexicans, and they are carrying Mexican flags opposed to the people who are coming into their city. The mayor is objecting. You can go on the Internet. It's all over there. You won't see it on CNN or MSLSD. You actually have to go on the Internet, and you will see, multi- or watch Levin TV tonight, for that matter, And you will see multiple examples of individuals saying Trump is right. This is an invasion. 
go home illegal aliens. They don't call them undocumented aliens, by the way, undocumented immigrants. Go home illegals. You'll see a sign in Spanish. And it's a lot of people, not a few. And they had to bring out the riot police to separate the groups. Now, I didn't see any white supremacists among any of them. They all have skin like me, olive color skin. No white supremacists. Uh, No Trump family members. No racists. I didn't see any Hitlerians there. Nothing of the sort. Nothing of the sort. Signs that Trump is right and it's an invasion and so forth. One gentleman saying there are criminals here. Another gentleman saying we're giving them food and they don't appreciate our food. They're very rude to us. Now that's somewhat different than the picture being painted by the propagandists. I mean the uh, journalists. The defenders of freedom of the press on the constipated news network, CNN, and on MSLSD, among other places. So I guess these Mexicans are racists, are they not? Maybe they're Klansmen. Does it not give the lie to the sickening propaganda that passes as news in this country? I've got another question for you, my beloved audience. Why hasn't the United States Chamber of Commerce moved its office out of Washington, D.C. and moved it down to McAllen, Texas? Move it down to McAllen, Texas. Move it down to El Paso. Go to Yuma, Arizona. Why are all these pro-illegal alien organizations dressed up as business groups, labor groups? Why are they all in Washington, D.C.? Why don't they all open their offices down at the border? Better yet, why is Amazon with the billions of dollars in sickening subsidies by these Democrat politicians to a Democrat multi-billionaire multiple times over, why is Amazon settling in Arlington, Crystal City, Virginia, and New York City? Why isn't Amazon, who likes to pay wages below the minimum wage, and Amazon... I assume a company that needs as many people as it possibly can for its workforce. Why doesn't it go where the workforce is? This is where we're told. Why didn't they settle in McAllen, Texas, or Yuma, Arizona, or El Paso, Texas? How come all these major companies say, oh, we need help, we need help, we need help. Where are we? Michigan, uh, Northern California, uh, up here in New England. Well, why don't they go down there? I'm quite serious about it. But our immigration policy is not supposed to be based on subsidizing corporations or subsidizing unions or subsidizing the Democrat Party. The corporations, bigger profits. The unions, more dues. The Democrat Party, more votes. The people who are screwed here, we the people. We the people. And this damn judge in San Francisco who thinks he's in charge of immigration policy in this country... When the hell is the Supreme Court in the proper case going to step in and stop this? All these little kings all over the country. I'm issuing a a temporary restraining order for the whole country. What? I'm Judge Tiger. Wow, well. Does anyone believe, do any of you believe that a single delegate to the Constitutional Convention would support this today? Do any of you believe that a single delegate to the ratifying conventions in the states would have agreed to this? Hell no! 
We do not live in the Constitutional Republic that was given to us. We live in something else. And I don't like it one damn bit. We'll be right back. A champion of freedom. You know, you're one of the greatest champions of freedom in this country, if not in the English-speaking world, Mark. Call Mark at 877-381-3811. I don't hear from Mike Pence anymore, and I happen to really like the guy. Maybe I offended him or something, I don't know. But I love the way he stared down Xi. Xi. The dictator in China stared him down, and he needs to be stared. And he stared down Putin. That's good. Mike can be tough. He's a good man. You know, Simply Safe is a fantastic security system. Great protection for your home and family. And right now, Simply Safe is giving my listeners a great deal on home security. Order now, and you'll get 25% off any Simply Safe system and a free security camera. Simply Safe treats people right. They want more people to be safe in their homes, so the pricing is fair and honest. Around the clock professional monitoring is just fourteen ninety nine a month. Simply Safe has no contracts and no hidden fees. They really care about the people who buy their systems, and that's very rare today. I'm not the only one who likes them either. CNET, PC Magazine, and Wirecutter all say Simply Safe is the best security system there is. Protect your home today with Simply Safe and get a great deal on home security. Go to simplysafemark.com, simplysafemark.com, and save 25% off your Simply Safe system. That's a great deal. And get a free security camera to boot. Ooh, that's a really great deal. Harry, because this deal ends November 26th, and you don't want to miss it. That's simplysafemark.com, simplysafemark.com. Many of you are in traffic tonight. I hope I've brought you some joy and inspiration and hope, some laughter, whatever. I'll be in that same traffic tomorrow. Same traffic tomorrow. Try not to get into accidents. Nothing's more annoying than the guy in the left lane who's doing five miles below the speed limit. I can't stand it. So get the hell out of the way. May I say that, Mr. Producer? If you're going slowly... Please just get the hell out of the way. Move to the right. Move to the right. Those of you who like to text and drive, you should be arrested. Because you're going to kill somebody. Those of you who text and drive should be arrested. Let's see, what other other pieces of advice do I have? Make sure your tires are filled. Make sure you're filled up with gasoline. But I'm serious. Get out of the damn left lane. That's my lane. No offense. Let's go to Jimmy, Brooklyn, New York, the great WABC. Go. Mark, great show. You know, we're hearing this uh, argument about the nationalism is e- equal to fascism. Well, the liberals are globalists. And as you know, globalists are internationalists. Marxism is internationalism. Here's a Soviet publication. It says... Internationalism has always been, the, uh, from the outset, inseparable from communism. Also, the strength of communism is precisely because it's an international movement. Jimmy, let me ask you some questions. 
what's the main problem with globalism and internationalism? Isn't it the effort by the progressives in this country, who are the progeny of the Marxists, isn't it their effort to circumvent the Constitution? That's right. They want a, a small group of people unelected by us to run the world. And they've been writing about this. It's, you know, it's over, at least over 100 years old. But when you see Do you it, think the uh, boys and girls at WikiLinks might pick up on this and really inform themselves? I wish they would. I wish some of the other conservatives would learn about this and spread the word, too. It doesn't mean you're paranoid or if you're afraid of world government. These people talk about it. They write about it. And that movement murdered between 100 and 150 million people intentionally. But who's counting? Who's counting is right. You know, I have to say something real quick. For many years, I've been attending and participating in symposiums and events on national security, both in Washington, D.C. and here in New York. And I was at one I was invited to by Frank Gaffney many years ago. And uh, as usual, I stunned the crowd when I spoke. And at the end of it, a guy come running up to me and said, I have to, sh I have to thank you, I have to shake your hand. He almost broke my arm off. Later on, I found out it was Ed Meese because I never knew wow. him by sight. And I was very much uh, happy afterward. Yes. I was honored. I just wish I knew who he was when he came up to me. Well, let me tell you. I was his chief of staff, and you will never meet a more ethical, decent, kind, intelligent individual. You just won't. He is really a very, very special person. Jimmy, have a great Thanksgiving. I love turkey. But then comes turkey bacon, turkey sausage, turkey hamburgers, uh, turkey meatballs, enough of that. Just turkey. And then turkey sandwiches. And then I move back to my hamburgers. But I do. I really enjoy it. Jennifer, Boston, Massachusetts, XM Satellite. How are you? Oh, wonderful, Mark. It's great to talk to you. Um, Thank you. Great show. I've been uh, listening here on the phone and uh, originally called to um, just talk about how those who come to abuse language abuse power. And I think that's what we're, we're seeing um, mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And uh, you've gotten me inspired. I've been listening to you since 2012. And you inspired me to read about history um, and looking back and that this is not a new threat, you know, and that's the threat that we face. But um, I don't think I'm alone when I say that my ability to think critically cannot be destroyed. And I'm passing that on to my children. Um, mm -hmm. That's a wonderful I, thing. It is. It is. But when you were talking about immigration, I was reminded of how um, on 4th of July, I was standing next to my 92-year-old grandmother um, mm -hmm. who immigrated from Finland. I think I remember you a few years ago saying that you have some fin in you. Well, well, you know what? Uh, we did this ancestry thing, and most of it's Russian, some Ukrainian, and a little percentage Finland. I said, wow. I have to stop with the Finnish jokes. I'm, actually, I don't even know any Finnish jokes. But anyway, go right ahead. <laughs> but I was standing next to her, and all of a sudden she started reciting the preamble to the Constitution. How do you like that? And what it said to me was that it means something to become an American citizen. Mm -hmm. And that's any time I talk to immigration about with anybody that I encounter, that's my message, that it means something to come to this country. And we as citizens decide who come in. And so, I think there is a percentage of American citizens, maybe 30 percent, and I see some of them on TV, who are citizens, as I said, but who condemn this country left and right. And I watch these fools who are put on these various cable shows. Uh, some of them are put on because they, uh, the, the host or the anchor uh, wants that point of view to be pushed out. Others are put on there as foils. 
Honestly, I don't think they should be put on at all. You hate our country. You hate our country. Why are you giving voice? You can have disagreements over issues, over policy and so forth. But if you think everyone in the country is racist and this, that, and the other, why do we need to hear this? Well, exactly. That's not news. It's not even information. It's propaganda. It is, and, and it's. I, I believe it, it can turn to dangerous. I mean, now these days we have groups like Antifa who, mm. who use violence to intimidate. We have people showing up at journalists' homes um, to threaten and intimidate them to try to get them to not... <clears throat> I don't see anybody showing up at Jake Tapper's home. I don't see anybody showing up at Don Lemon's home. I don't see anybody showing up at Rachel Maddow's Havel. I don't see any of this. Do you? No, no, not at all, and it's very telling, but the next shiny object comes up, and, and we're supposed to move along, move along, and not mm-hmm. not analyze any of this, and that's that. But with your show and others, um, you know, and, and all your listeners, I know they're all out there. Um, and that. Well, here, here's something to take to heart, you and everybody else listening to the program. Around 65 million people voted for Donald Trump. We're not going anywhere. That's a lot of people. There's not 12 of us in a phone booth. There are tens of millions of us. Tens of millions of us. Thank you for your call. It was a wonderful call. You know, ladies and gentlemen, if you look where where a significant number of the Democrat members of the House of Representatives are coming from, they're coming from the East Coast in New England, the West Coast in California. Uh, and I talk about this on Levin TV, and we show the map, and we give the source, because I can't remember the source now, but you can watch it there. 46 of the Democrats in the House of Representatives come out of California. 46. That's more than 36 states put together. More than 36 states put together. Think about that. And then all over New England, there's one Republican left out of New England. And on the East Coast, New York, New Jersey, scores more. And then you look at a few pockets in the internal parts of the United States around Chicago and Detroit and so forth. But the vast majority are on the coasts. And you add in the others. This is not exactly a diverse representation of America. Not in the least. Not in the least. So in the House of Representatives, they seek to rule us by the people in Los Angeles and San Francisco. They seek to rule us on the East Coast by the people in Northern Jersey, in New York City, and through New England, and the people and people, but I mean politicians, in Chicago, in Detroit, and a few other cities. I want you to think about that. We talked about, you look at the chairman, the chairman, the diversity of geography on the major committees, the major committees. You have the speaker who will come out of, if she wins, out of San Francisco. The majority leader will come out of Maryland, Prince George's County area, outside of Washington, D.C. These committee members, you'll have the clown Gerald, uh, what's his name? Nadler, out of New York City. 
Maxine Waters out of L.A. Elijah Cummings out of Baltimore. There's nobody in these top committees that come out of suburban or rural areas. They come out of these machine cities, these machine states, uh, uh, cities rather. And so they like to say, look at our diversity. Well, it depends how you look at it. They're not only big city politicians, but they're only certain big city politicians. That's because of their ideology. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. the Jeffrey Tubin family a happy Thanksgiving I and his extended family I don't know if he's going to be spending it with his ex-girlfriend or his wife there Mr. Producer no offense no offense seriously I don't mean any harm by it I'm just pointing it out he's a legal analyst his eyes bug out of his head and uh, he has very violent vicious things to say which have nothing to do with the law he's just filling another seat over there at CNN which is a hate network Filled with hate speech. I do want to wish you all happy Thanksgiving. I will not be here tomorrow. My buddy Larry O'Connor from WMAL will be here Friday. My buddy Brian Mudd from WJNO. WMAL is in Washington, D.C. WJNO is in Palm Beach, Florida. And they are great hosts. And you'll have a lot of fun with them. And I want to thank them. I will be returning on Monday. Never fear. Uh, let's see here. Oh, you keep getting those invitations in your mailbox. In fact, you've even already joined, maybe. You've got that AARP card, right? You thought, hey, it's less than 20 bucks a year. They help with insurance plans, travel, and other discounts. You know, it'll pay for itself 10 times over. And so you joined a liberal lobbying group that spends your hard-earned dollars lobbying against what you believe in and stand for. That's why a decade ago, Dan Weber, good man, he founded AMAC. And AMAC is also less than 20 bucks a year. AMAC also helps with insurance plans, travel, and other discounts. And AMAC's card will also pay for itself 10 times over. But when you choose AMAC, your dollars go to support the ideals that you believe in, too. Like protecting our borders with immigration laws that are enforced. Getting rid of Obamacare. Upholding the Constitution. AMAC gets its voice from you, the member. Over a million strong, and I am a member. Join now at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Chances are you're going to join an organization when you turn 50. Choose wisely. Join the one that represents you. Join AMAC today. Again, that's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Perfect gift, too. A-M-A-C dot U-S. Now, if you're shopping... On Black Friday, and you go into a bookstore like a Barnes and Noble or some other bookstore, and you're looking for our police, and they don't have a copy of our police. I think politely and civilly, you have every right to ask for the manager and ask them why. The publisher has printed enough copies for it to be in these retail bookstores. Now, these retail bookstores complain when I don't. Promote them. 
But how can I promote them when they don't carry the book? Books a Million carries the book. Very few Barnes and Noble has the book. These independent bookstores, some have them and some don't. If they expect to compete with Amazon, then you can't blacklist or censor a book that is not controversial. It's a book that promotes our traditional values. And you can always go to Amazon.com. Say what you will about Amazon, and we do. The book is available, Our Police, on Amazon.com, and it's discounted. So if you happen to be in a bookstore, and I like bookstores, I can be there for hours. And you happen to be in a bookstore, and you're not there getting coffee, you know, and a croissant. Maybe you're actually looking at books. And uh, you say, uh, where, where do you have a copy of Our Police? Maybe you Levinites, if you happen to be in a book, ask them. They say, but we can order it for you. You say, no, thanks. I'll order it on Amazon. And this is why you people are having problems. And I mean this seriously. But you can try them, or you can go to Amazon.com, and it's available there. And uh, it would make for a wonderful, wonderful gift. You can get it on Black Friday. You can get it right now if you want. And uh, I think I know that your kids and your grandkids, you know, they're young. They're going to enjoy it. And they're also going to learn some things that are very, very important that I guarantee you they're not being taught in school. So I I hope you'll give that a shot. And I really hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Now, here's the thing. I love Thanksgiving. I love turkey. You have your turkey dinner or your late lunch. Then the next day you have a turkey sandwich. And then maybe one more day you have another turkey sandwich. And then after that, it's the turkey sausage. And then the turkey bacon. And then the turkey meatballs. And the turkey ham. That's enough. With all due respect. But I love the turkey. I love the stuffing. What do you like, Mr. Producer? Turkey, right? Lots of great. Do you like the white or the dark? White meat? Yes. Well, luckily, luckily, a good portion of my family like the dark meat. That way I have more white meat, quite frankly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. Be safe out there. Take your time. And if you see me, please get out of the way. I'll be in the left lane heading off to New Jersey. I hope you're safe. I hope you're well. Have a wonderful week. And I will see you on Monday. God bless you. And thank you for everything. Thank you for everything. Be well. Be well.